0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. It is me, Becky, and I am joined by my awesome co-host, Leah. Hey, Leah. Hi, Becky. So on this episode of Buzzing About Romance, we are talking book boyfriends, the lead characters that steal our hearts to help us with our book boyfriend checklist are the hosts of our sister podcast, Corset and Crown, Duchess Katie and Lady Sadie. With their help, we are going to break down our book boyfriend list and hopefully provide you with some recs to gather new book boyfriends for yourself. Um, Welcome, Duchess Katie and Lady Sadie. Hello. Hello. (laughs) I am so excited you guys are here. And as I was like writing out the intro, I'm like, what do I say? And then I'm like... They're our sister podcast. Look at that. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) We have like a sister podcast.
1: We're so fancy
0: now. We're so
1: fancy. So
0: fancy. I Um, like how you say
1: hopefully add to your uh,
2: TBR. (laughs) I mean, it's a given.
1: If they listen to us, we add to their TBR.
2: I mean, and we're recording this on a Tuesday, so I've been accused (laughs) multiple times already today for ruining people's TBRs. (laughs) Just say you're welcome. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We're stopped like saying, Oh, sorry about that, but I really hope you read it. We just now say, You're welcome. (laughs) Like that's all you really can say because
3: they break mine, I break theirs. So Right. Right.
2: That's just Katie takes baseball bats to people's knees too, apparently. Read the 3D book. (laughs) It's terrifying. (laughs) You will read the book.
0: Well, apparently Ke- Duchess Katie is now like the buzzing about romance enforcer. She will need a yes. T-shirt. Yes.
1: <laughs> don't
3: oh. let this crown
0: fool you, baby.
1: That's a good I one. Really, don't let this crown really fool, <laughs> fool you.
0: New hashtag. Did you write that down, Leah? No, I don't have a pen.
1: Damn it. Oh, but I do, and I'm the sober one tonight. Sn- Although I do, but I have like my keyboard with my iPad and I'm on my laptop so I Wait, mean that's so what not was really the hashtag excuse.
0: I can't remember anything what was the uh, hashtag
2: don't let, don't let the crown, crown fool you, you. <laughs> oh my gosh Does, this show uh, speaking of we're episodes... still waiting for those crowns to come in I feel like oh, yeah. they have been on back order for a bit and I'm just saying crowns have not arrived <laughs> damn it I, have a I crown. think
1: we have lost focus and we're only like three minutes in sorry <laughs>
2: everybody
0: it's okay. Um, so Wait, according- I want to read this part. Okay.
1: <laughs> Damn, Leah's stepping in and going alpha. According to Urban Dictionary, a book boyfriend is defined as the hero, male character in the romance novel you're currently reading. Because real men suck at romance, the book boyfriend exists to fill the void. I don't necessarily
0: <laughs> agree with that, real men suck at romance, because... I'm married to a fairly
1: swoony guy, so um, I love my husband, but he's not very romantic, and I'm okay <laughs> with that.
2: My permanent roommate used all of his romance in our proposal, and I just—he's just, just going to coast on that for the next fifty years.
3: Um, mine is Prince Charming. <laughs> <laughs> he's, the best. he's
0: really
1: he's sweet adorable. And yeah. He's adorable. The Duchess has her prince. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. um so every reader has a different criteria and expectation from the hero in a book sometimes we fall in love with the leading man and other times the leading man needs a good kick in the ass guess freaking who i'm talking nico. about freaking nico <laughs> um we wanted to share what each of us looks for in our book boyfriends what characteristics we find important we will of course be sharing book wrecks of some of our most favorite book boyfriends so let's get into the discussion ladies you got your notebooks. <laughs> sure. um, <I> <laughs> so first up let's talk book boyfriend criteria but before we get to that let's like this does the book boyfriend can only be from the book you're currently reading uh no oh no i don't think so
2: uh, No, the I rule with book boyfriends is you can have as many as you want as long as they're in different books so then they don't meet it's like the zip code rule for girlfriends
1: mm-hmm.
3: yeah um know. i like to
1: i mean it's my reverse harem you know, right. I have them. And I feel like you have book boyfriends from, I mean, Manning, Wade, hello. I mean, we've read those months ago and we still talk about them.
0: (laughs) Um, I do like Sadie's thought there. So that's another hashtag book boyfriend zip code. (laughs) Just saying.
2: Um, okay. So this is actually just the hashtag episode.
0: This is Mm -hmm. all we're going to do. Um, and I'm writing them down people. So you're welcome. You're welcome,
1: um, because
0: I'll forget <laughs> no, them that tomorrow. That's that
1: one, too. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, so what makes a
0: book boyfriend... What is your criteria for a book boyfriend? I don't care who goes first. Step in. Duchess was- Katie,
1: you go first. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, for
3: me, I have found that the ones that I want to keep, like in real life, if they were to jump out the page, um, the strong overwhelming scent of pine I love a pining hero more than anything and usually that is accompanied by a glow up like because the pining happens long term so um they are a weird scrawny little dude and then all of a sudden they have um forearms with veins and big shoulders perhaps a beard um that is not you know the end all be all for me but I love I do love a beard my husband can't grow one so Woo!
1: give him um, age and time so
2: much for Prince Charming
1: give him time he's perfect. I mean he has to have some me. faults
2: right I'm saying um
3: yeah I mean I've got a whole I got a whole list so we can, I don't know if you want me to keep going or
0: if you want you well know. we're just talking criteria right now we will get to yeah. book recs um right yeah now we're just talking criteria oh so, yeah Katie wants someone that's pining um, Mm -hmm. and kind of has that magic moment. What about you, Leah? What do you
1: want? I want a loyal guy who is willing to like bend over backwards for his heroine, who like once he decides that like he's going to be all in, like he is all in, like doesn't even like question it. Because I hate when There are heroes who are like, oh, I love this person. I'm going to go bang 50 people, but it's okay because we're not together, but I love this person. Mm -hmm. That's fair. That's fair. fair. It is fair.
2: Sadie, what is your book boyfriend criteria? Okay. So me being me, I had to, of course, come up with lists. There are many lists, um, but I narrowed it down to two, two kinds.
0: I'm always a fan of a list.
2: (laughs) <laughs> so uh there are Becky's two showing on your, for me. Are on her
1: list right now <laughs> for right. those who can't see
2: us. <laughs> We're not on video. Right. Um, uh the two types I enjoy. Type one being realistic, lovely, cinnamon roll, dependable, usually pines, probably a bit grumpy, uh, probably has a little trauma in his background. And I think I actually married this type. He's he's a delight. Um type two <laughs> is <laughs> the part that most of this group doesn't agree with me on (laughs) he's feral he is possessive probably killed at least one person over the top hero with no chill falls in love very fast has a tendency for dirty talk still probably grumpy somehow and note, this type i would hardcore body avoid no way in real life i just want that noted uh, for you know legal purposes. For legal purposes. No,
1: I I like grumpy, like intense, like yeah.
0: And you're not alone. Uh, Nikki, one of our Patreon members, loves a good grump, but he needs to have abs. Definitely needs abs. Um, and uh, we also have Heather, who says she really wants a sweet, funny, and devoted. That would be her book boyfriend. Um. So my book boyfriend criteria is a little different. It's so interesting because we all, you know, I always say not every book is for everybody, but we have all found book boyfriends and we read very different books. Mm -hmm. Um, So I want a caretaker, um, someone who steps in when needed, like he sees something that needs fixed and steps in to help fix it. Um, Or just takes care of it so that, you know, if it's a worry for you, you no longer, you know, the female, uh, the heroine isn't as worried anymore because, you know, the guy came in and kind of took care of that need. Um, A guy that can read the room, that is really important to me that he like can see. Um, Well, I just recently did a reread of a book and the guy knew that if he came on too strong he was going to push her away. Like, she was not going to lower her defenses and um, be able to connect with him, and he was already half in love with her. So it's really important to me the hero can read the room and know, like, there are boundaries and limits, and sometimes you got to go slow. Um, willing to listen and willing to make the sacrifice. Um, and they have to have a multi-layer purpose to them. Like... <clears throat> I don't want a one dimensional dude. I mean, abs are great. Sexy arms are fantastic, but you gotta have something else going on. Substance.
3: And I'm, I'm totally with you on the, um, like stepping in to fill the needs. I literally wrote down looking out for her in a non patronizing way. Yes. A guy who feeds or like feeds a girl or guy, whoever, um, or buying like their feminine products without, yeah. without any yes. preamble. Even if they're, even if they're just like I noticed, or you like you don't have to ask or whatever. You know, it's that kind of all-seeing. Uh,
0: yeah,
1: they filling just, the they void just take or care of them like it's second mm-hmm. nature to them. Like I, they just want to take care of their hero or heroine for like, mm-hmm. but and they don't they don't need asked like. It's just well, natural for them.
0: And I recently did a quick shot with Carolina um, on Wrong by Jana Aston, And in that book, he is a doctor and knew because of a medical situation that happened that the female heroine was pregnant. But he didn't just tell her. Like, he waited for her to, you know, either come to the knowledge herself, discover herself, and share it to him. Now, it ends up being a point between the two of them, she's a little mad at him. Like, why didn't you freaking say something? <laughs> Except Fair. she was very determined and very strong to will. And he was reading the room. Um, and I think that that, you know, just because you know, something doesn't mean you need to tell them,
1: you know, learn- That's funny. Cause that reminds me of a book I reread not too long ago. And it like, she wants to surprise him and tell him she's pregnant and she's like, I'm pregnant. He's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> what why? <the> hell? <laughs> why can't you just let me have this? He's like, because right. I know you so well.
0: Right. Uh, Christina says a funny and funny with um, funny and athletic with awesome forearms and back muscles. Apparently forearms are kind of a thing.
2: Um, <laughs> um, hey, oh. Did Mindy write that? Because she definitely has some arm. <laughs> <parts>. <laughs> she, that she, was she did not. not. But I that like versions
1: was... though. <laughs> What is Gretchen's? Gretchen is cinnamon rolly, swoony, gives all the vagina flutters. (laughs) That's fantastic. Yes. But Becky doesn't know how to spell, apparently. Oh, did I not? (laughs) It it says vagina flutters. (laughs) Hashtag vagina (laughs) flutters. Hashtag vagina.
0: Um, Actually, I'm pretty sure I copied and pasted that. Well, um, maybe she. Oh, it was on Discord, Discord, so maybe that's why I was spelled wrong. (laughs) like i'm Eh, whatever i was like i copied and pasted i'm a terrible speller too so it's fine um so are would you say that all your book boyfriends are similar characters like do they all fit into the cinnamon roll do they all fit into um you know the alpha the beta
1: no
2: uh um, i
1: mean they all fit into all of those categories you just said
2: at <laughs> some point they're one of those I, things. I feel like
1: i have a book boyfriend for each category like and yeah. sometimes more than one but like there's always like <coughs> excuse me two or three cinnamon rolls like i just adore like there are intense like hardcore alphas that i just love there are some that i don't love but i feel like every book They're like that hero is a book boyfriend in some sort of way. There's always like, aside from freaking Nico, because whatever. But um, there's always one like element of like their character that I just love usually.
3: I uh, actually like, yeah, with the exception of one, um, maybe two. Most of them pine real hard most of them are cinnamon rolls but also very good with dirty talk so like proper in the streets freaking the sheets kind of situation um the feeding and taking care of whether you know in a historical it's like the it's more feeding and in contemporary it's feeding plus you know menstruating stuff um and also kind of like (laughs) self-made like success stories kind of thing. Yeah. So mm-hmm. a lot like of the seven or eight that I wrote down, most of them fall into that specific category.
0: So when you were dating, Katie, did you have mm-hmm. a type? Did you pretty um, much date? And I'm not talking about who you married. I'm talking about when you dated. Did you kind of date the same guy? Um, In college? Yes um okay. they were the worst because <laughs> <laughs> they were the worst i mean they were the worst they were
3: they were douchebags most of them were blonde with blue eyes i remember that because i was like that's telling totally my type and no it fucking
1: wasn't but it's not um
3: it uh yeah no they sucked
1: that's fair <laughs> which is why you did not marry them
3: it's true it's true i married a mechanic uh a ginger mechanic
1: i mean Gingers. Genders. i'm just you curious because like you know genders. if
0: all of your because that's kind of something that i think too every time i read a book now i've been married for a long time we've talked about that on the show and everybody <laughs> on this podcast tonight is um also married or have a permanent roommate whatever you decide <laughs> to call them
2: um i mean i am <laughs> i just refuse to call him my husband because it's a silly word. Spouse. It took
0: me like three months to figure out what exactly she was talking about. But anyway, um, I it, I feel like when I read a romance novel, I'm going on a date. Like I'm trying this dude out. Will he make it <laughs> for a next date to be reread? Or is dude going to, you know, the one off pile kind of thing. So um, that's why I asked if about types. Well, and you know, the other
3: thing is the other thing is, too, um, even if they don't. Like, even if I like love the book, would reread it, whatever loved the the story and everything like they may not be a book boyfriend for me. Like, I don't
0: think about them in my dreams. And it doesn't make the vagina flutters.
3: No, they might. But you know, but just not, while you're
1: reading the book, there's not, yeah,
3: like... it's not lingering. Mm. It's not, I've not put it to put them in my reverse harem. Okay. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I think it's uh, <laughs> funny that you talked about type because I would say that I, uh, having once I joined like Bookstagram and romance to and romancelandia, like what I, what I read was so similar because I didn't know what else I'd like. And then I started making friends and they're like, Hey, I really think you might actually like this. And they like read this to Lee Cole. And I'm like, mm, sounds dark. And then I'm like, Oh, this is why people read this. And so I think, Part of that is like, I didn't know what else was out there. And so my types have definitely expanded because I would say once upon a time, I did have a type for my book boyfriends and I haven't really, since I sort of started exploring more. Um, But there are so many out there and it's a good time, Mm -hmm. but I would agree that that I can love the book and not put them in my harem.
0: Mm -hmm. For sure, for sure. I only claim the special ones for book boyfriend title. Um, Okay, Leah, do you have an opinion on similar... Are your book boyfriends similar characters? No. No? Mm -hmm. Um, Not at at all. Leah doesn't really collect book boyfriends is what I've learned this week.
2: I don't necessarily (laughs) either. This is hard for me. There's a choice few that
1: I will reread over and over again. But that, honestly, like that list is... I rarely reread because of the boyfriend aspect.
2: Aspect. That's fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. When are we doing that? We have um, to do girlfriends at some point for the we record. Will. We, we gotta yeah. do that.
0: I would love to. Um, can actions create the book boyfriend? The grand gestures, the swoony moments. Um, can that catapult like so maybe he was in the actual day-to-day of the relationship, maybe he was just kind of there. You weren't loving him, but then he feeds her or goes to the store to get the products that she needs or make sure that her body wash is in his shower. So those grand gestures and small swoony moments, can that elevate someone from just being a main character
2: that's okay to a book boyfriend? I have a controversial one here. I hate the third act breakup. I think it's overused and I hate a grand jester. I don't <laughs> love it. It actually can ruin a book for me. And more often than not, it's not why I love a character. Cause I'm like, if you needed to wait for that, eh, yeah. you know? and so often we force it on the male leading character that I'm like, she was just rotten. at just the end. I'm looking at you managed, <laughs> I'm looking at you. And I, (laughs) and it will leave a bad taste in my mouth. Um, So I would say that I want a character that's complex enough to the entire thing that it doesn't depend on that. So
0: I will challenge you with the third act breakup that I know a lot of people are not fans of, but sometimes we get so regimented in our day-to-day life that it takes something like a breakup, someone walking away Um, something to shake up your life, to realize what you're letting go. And as the reader, sometimes we need that third act breakup for us to see the character arc, the evolution of development for them, that they had the thought process to say, oh shit, I fucked up. Now I got to make good on it. Um, so, So that's, I mean... That's my thought. I do think grand gestures and swoony moments can take someone that might've just been on the tipping point and push them up over the top. Katie. I think, I think, um,
3: for me, like I love a grand gesture, but I don't love necessarily when it like hinges on like make making or breaking. I love to see that like throughout. And it may not even be like the grandest mm-hmm. of grand gestures, but it's like you know, if uh, acts of service um are is like your yeah. love language, um which I go back and forth <laughs> I feel like on what I am, but like I think about that in um you know, in my life when I come home and the kitchen is totally clean or the trash is already taken out. Like, I mean, there are certain things that you expect your partner to do and that you are also supposed to do, but when they go above and beyond, like they've told you, you maybe don't believe that they feel the way that they say they do, but they keep showing you and showing you and showing you, um, you know, because it's hard for you to believe words and it's even sometimes hard to believe, um, actions like that but like going above and beyond to make somebody feel comfortable and happy and like um loved is is phenomenal and I think in most all of the books that I've written down for recommendations there's something like that even if it's not like the biggest most bananas thing like a book I just read he they faked their relationship and in their fake love letters to each other to convince people they mentioned they were meeting in this uh, old rundown gazebo in hyde park and it didn't exist but guess what in three days he built a gazebo in hyde park and made it look old like it had been there forever so he could have this moment with her to make her like believe like our love story is real you know that kind of like that kind of banana stuff I like
2: Yeah, that
1: that is big.
2: I like that. I I do. I do love a grand gesture. I'm not saying I don't love a grand gesture for the record. I just don't (laughs) like the breakup and then the grand gesture.
1: Yeah, I think for me, like the the whole third act, like it depends on why the breakup happened, whether it bothers me or not. Like there are Mm -hmm. some of those third act like black moments where it's like, it didn't have to happen. Okay, save your
0: third act exactly. socks, ladies. We will okay. come back again and have a, we will do a third act
1: breakup episode. But anyways, so, but my, <laughs> I love, like, a grand gesture can be a turning point for me. Like, if I feel like the, the hero is, like, on the cusp, like, if I don't feel like that grand gesture is enough, then he still, like, stays on the cusp for me. And sometimes, like, I'll like a guy, and then he goes down the toilet. Right. And his grand gesture's it's not enough not so enough. he's still <laughs> in- i love how Lee is about this not- oh and she's <laughs> talking specifically about one wait Lincoln. could it be the infamous Nico? Yes, it is he is infamous at this point we hate him <laughs> i i
2: do want to point out something that um i think it also depends on what subgenre you're in like if you're in straight contemporary it i, I think those like the third act and the breakup and the grand gesture hit different. And mm-hmm. I'm li- like looking at my lists that I'm like, their grand gesture was really early because it was like them against the world after that. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if that's also part of it is that I don't tend mm-hmm. to read straight contemporary. That's very yeah, possible. Yeah. Cause it, it
1: depends. Cause
2: I, I read a
1: lot of suspense, which everybody knows who listens to anything that we talk about. Um, <laughs> and a lot of times those ones, like, there's no grand gestures per se, mm-hmm. but it's, like, the guy, the hero, like, puts everything on the line to, like, rescue his heroine. or Yeah. So that is, like, it's a totally different type of grand gesture, but, like, you mm-hmm. – but they are always, like, super alpha, like, me, Tarzan, you, Jane type thing.
0: Yeah. Um okay. So mm-hmm. Kelly says, and I quote, I think my ultimate book boyfriend is my first – I've loved some men since, but for this, for some reason, Crichton, Karis, will always have my, be- my book boyfriend heart. I have like six, but seriously, Cray. So that brings me to my next question. Um, do you ever have a book boyfriend at first, but maybe as time goes on or you do a reread, you think, nope, not a book boyfriend anymore?
3: <clears throat> I haven't encountered that yet. Um, because I, I've been rereading, if I do reread, I'm too busy at this point to do that right now, but like (laughs) I reread ones that I know I'm, I'm all in for my book, boyfriend in that one, you know, I haven't, I haven't come across a situation yet where
2: I'm like, Mm, I cooled on him. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sadie. Um, I'm trying to think, I would say Yes, I think that it was more a they're static because their book is over and I'm not. So when I've revisited them, I'm like, oh, I'm not who I was when I read this the last time. Therefore my needs as a person have grown and changed and this doesn't necessarily fulfill it the same way. But it is sort of an odd nostalgia that's like you look back on like your lame first kiss in like an awkward dance in high school and you're like, oh that was cute. But it doesn't hit the same. Yeah. Leah. What about you, Becky? Um,
0: absolutely. He, they can become non book boyfriends a hundred percent, especially because we have to think about the evolution of my reading guys that would have been book boyfriends for me when I first started romance. So some of Joanna Lindsay's heroes, some of Jude Devereaux's here. I remember thinking Joanna Lindsay wrote a series of Vikings, um, a flames of the heart and something else. And they're super sexy alpha Vikings, like bring all the feels. And, but then if you go back and read them now, as you are today in 2021, um, you think, wow, (laughs) what kind of assholes? Like, why did I like him? He's a jerk. He doesn't listen. And I have to remember it's historical and they're, you know, Vikings and, the viking Viking
3: years
0: old yeah oh these books are older than 20 years these books are like
1: 35
0: like these are books that are older than i am yeah um so if we look at my evolution of when i started (laughs) reading romance to how um to like the books that i read now they have very much changed
1: um Mm
0: -hmm. even with and i do feel like romance and I've talked about this before a little bit, there was a renaissance in romance when Fifty Shades of Grey, love it or hate it, we all know how I feel about it. Um, There was a renaissance to romance when that book came out. It became a little bit more acceptable to read romance. It became um, the popularity of the genre kicked up, but alpha strong characters no longer needed to be in the halls and in the castles and in the ballrooms of historical romance you could have them in your contemporary romance Um, so I do like that we get stronger alpha characters in contemporary romance that weren't necessarily there in the um, early 2000s and late 90s of contemporary romance so I do think they change I think it's one of those let's just be grateful I don't have to live with my book boyfriends that's all we're going to
1: (laughs) see (laughs)
0: Um, Okay. When you talk about your book boyfriends, like when you go to suggest or talk to one of your reader friends about your book boyfriends, does talking about your book boyfriend elicit an emotional response for you? Do you have an emotional response when talking about your book boyfriends? And I'm not, I mean, it can be like, turned on or whatever I'm just meant like does your heart flutter do you get excited is there or is this just like a oh I got
1: book boyfriends there, no there's definitely like books that I will talk about and like got like book boyfriends in those books where like I will I talk about them like with way more enthusiasm than other ones like there are books mm. that like I'll recommend because it's a good book it's well written like the story's good like the characters are good like there's no like issues like it doesn't make me mad that like something happened in the book but there are others where I'm like you have got to read this book because of this 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 and this like this guy like he he knows what's going on like he is he is in this 100% like does everything for her without question is like behind her and supports her and like makes her a better person but she doesn't need him to be a like to be a better person he just enhances her person like as she is and like those are the ones that I get as you can see, if you were on video, <laughs> like you'd see my hands. Twitter-pated, <laughs>
2: Twitter-pated,
1: <laughs> A little Bambi action going on there. <laughs> but there are there are definitely book boyfriends that like I have more passion like recommending than other ones. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, for sure. I mean, uh, every single one I've listed out, I'm clutch my heart. Like I'm just like. they're just I and I I get emotion and I think about how I how I was feeling when I was reading those books because most of these I was reading them in totally different like places mentally emotionally so you know whether that affects it or not I don't think I mean it does but not in a way that makes me decide yes book boyfriend no not book boyfriend kind of thing and I like I scream about most of these books on like Instagram and to people who will listen to The Void. I don't know. I just because <laughs> just because it's so good. And I feel like, you know, have you ever it gone be... up?
0: Have you ever gone up to anybody at the bookstore or at the grocery store when they had a book that has your book boyfriend in their hands and been like, you got to read that. You totally need to read that. I'm telling you right now, like that book is
1: amazing. and read. That.
2: Oh, I know I would stupid, love that. COVID.
1: <laughs> stupid COVID. Stupid <laughs>
2: COVID. Yes, Sadie, <laughs> Sadie, you have your hand this. up. Sadie's like, Me. I've rearranged shelves in bookstores so that book boyfriends are more likely to get picked up because not that <laughs> I actually talked to someone in public. No, right. no, no. I'm I just, mean, I'm like, oh no, look, look, you want, you want this? You, you just, just slide it, sh- slide into the front. Okay. Oh my gosh. Nobody wants that one. You want this one. Okay, let's go
0: with our top five book boyfriends, because then you know we got our. You usual didn't business. limit me
2: before. My list is not that small. Okay.
0: <laughs> let's start with our top five and see where our time is at. I will link everyone's tol- full list of book boyfriends on um on our sh- on the shelf show notes, and also I will link everybody's Goodreads so that you can follow them on goodreads and see their book boyfriend shelf okay. in full okay um sorry everybody let's do top five or if you have how many ever tops you have because i think leah said she had two
1: that's not true you were like i don't have any book boyfriend. no i have too many it's hard to narrow oh, it down i thought you said oh, you don't. yeah have i have five okay. on my list that okay. I narrowed it down to. So, Leah,
0: go first. Tell us your top five book boyfriends oh, from bottom to top. Yeah, bottom to top. Okay. Oh, did you want so, us all to go around in a circle? Like well, five? Thought we That's five. what you I thought like thought we round were doing robin it. style. Okay, let's do it round robin style. Okay, Leah, number five for you
1: um, Dean from Every Time I Fall by Lexi Ryan. He's so Isn't, good. He's so swoony and he just Ugh. is like the, the sweetest guy. And that is like the one, like one of the ones where he supports Abby to be a better version of herself. Like he yes. is not there to change her. he is to enhance. That's a good one.
0: Okay. Sadie. Yes, number five.
2: These are in no particular order. Don't take this as an actual fact. Anyone who's listening. Um, okay. I'm going to say Vasic from shield of winter he is totally cold literally can't feel and he is broken and hurt and then this absolute sunshine comes into his life and he's like oh oh everything doesn't matter you matter nothing else matters let's go and it's just and i legit ugly sobbed multiple times in that book
0: um katie number five for you Um, Mine's also in no particular order, but we'll start
3: with Matthew Swift from Scandal in Spring by Lisa Kleypas. He is fresh scenty pine, ooey gooey cinnamon roll. um, And he has just been flying under the heroine's radar for her whole life. And um, he has loved her for as long as he's known her and just hoped that he could be the man that she needed. She wanted. Oh man. He is.
2: I think he's so underrated. Everyone. Oh God. Like he's, he's, he's so one of underrated Lisa's guys.
3: Most underrated heroes. Bar none.
2: <laughs> okay. Hmm.
0: Um, so my number five would be Dylan Jackson from keeping it hot by Sydney Landon. He, um, is a businessman and she works for, she owns the coffee shop that is in his hotel and he sticks up for her. Their first meeting is him stepping in to basically tell his friend that's giving her a hard time to back off. And he ends up throwing a punch like right in the beginning. (laughs) Um, And the female character talks about how cold and aloof he typically is. And so for, you know, him to step up like that was kind of, um, out of character, she thought.
1: So, um, Leah, number four. Okay. So this one, Reese Norcross, which is from The Investigator, which is Norcross book one by Anna Hackett. So this is a billionaire who meets his heroine and he's kind of a playboy, like, before he meets her. But, like, the minute he sees her, he is like, this, this is the woman for me. Like, no other woman exists. And, like, he... He is all in from the get-go, and she's she's very scared about like doing anything with him. But like the moment she gives him like just an inch, like he grabs hold of that and just does not let go.
2: Okay, just uh, added that to the list. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> the whole series um, is really good. Is it Don't Sadie? Sadie, Sadie, you're next. Sadie's next. Sadie, who's um, okay. your number four? Uh, I'm going to go devil from the wicked and the Wallflower. If you've talked to me ever, I've probably mentioned this book. I'm a massive fan of this book. It's one of my top reads of all time, but I just love devil because he really thinks he knows everything and he's just doesn't have any idea what's happening. And he just really (laughs) loves to watch her be amazing. And he's like, Oh, you're just awesome. Damn. This was not how the plan was going and it's, it's really fun. Also, he carries a sword in his cane. Like, come on, That's so, so cool. extra. It's so extra. <laughs> Katie, who's your,
0: who's your number four? Um, Oliver
3: Hawks from A Notorious Vow by Joanna Shoup. Um, he oh is deaf and happens upon a woman in his garden. Um, because she is very shy, very quiet, about to be forced into a horrible marriage by her crappy parents and, um, to an old man who's disgusting. Um, and she begs Oliver to, uh, no, she doesn't beg him. He proposed, like, he's like, how about I marry you? And we terminate in a year. He's working on a hearing device. He's very, he's a recluse, like he's very quiet, but um, he can read lips so he can speak, but he doesn't like to speak because people make fun of his voice and want to put him in an asylum. Um, Anyway, he comes to her rescue and he is, because he can't hear, he is very much about physical and verbal consent from her. Um, They had no plans to consummate he was just doing it to help her out cause he's wealthy and all that kind of stuff. He's just, Oh, he's a, he's a dream. I love, love him.
0: um, so my number four is Kenton. Uh, I think his last name is man, man, man. Um, it's he is the lead character in assumption by Aurora Rose Reynolds. Um, he totally steps Kenton? in. It's Mason. No, it's Kenton. No, but the
1: last name is Mason, I think.
0: I thought it was M A Okay, well, I thought it was M A Y O N. Becky S O N. M A Y S O N. It is Mason. Okay. Kenton Mason from Assumption by Aurora Rhodes Reynolds. He's really fucking sexy. So shut he really up. He's
1: fucking sexy.
0: He totally protects this girl. He takes her home to his hometown in Kentucky. He has to apologize basically because he just continues to say stupid things, but he he's does. trying. He he's does. so trying and his and his mom is like, I raised him better than this. She keeps apologizing <laughs> for how stupid
3: he is.
0: But he tries like and
3: he
1: foot. Mouth constant. Yeah. Like the heroine,
0: <laughs> she throws his bed out the window.
1: Because, she does he deserves it though.
0: Yeah, it's a fake relationship. It's so good. Anyway, um, so that's my number four. Number
1: three, Leah. Number three. Wade from Dirty Talker by Mira Lynn Kelly. Because he a good one. he just he like the premise of the book is he's a nice guy but he truly is like this really nice guy and it's a fake relationship. And he, it's just, he's the sweetest and he treats ha- Harlow, right? Mm-hmm. Harlow, so nice. And when they, they never have that dark moment, but there's a big moment that happens in her life and he is just 100% supportive of whatever she decides. And I just love that. Like he didn't try and, make a decision for her he didn't try and talk her into one way or the other he just was 100% like do what you need to do yeah Sadie who is
2: your number three I'm gonna keep going with the dark ones because Katie's gonna cover all those like lovely sweet cinnamon rollies so I do have cinnamon rolls on my list but I'm not gonna talk about them I'm gonna talk about (laughs) Nikolai from Wicked Burn which is a Rebecca Zanetti book uh, the dude pines for literally a century, a century. He has to give her up and he has no chill about it. And then he shows back up and he's like, hey, you're on the run from the government. Let's go on the run together. And he's just great. He's awesome. Uh, and I love a tall, hulking, like scarred hero. He's got that down. That's fair.
0: Katie,
3: who's your number three? <laughs> that would be... Is a fear and sorry from Take a Hint, Danny Brown. I knew
2: that was coming.
3: (laughs) Oh my
2: god. Love
3: him. Love him. And he's um he's just been he's been watching this amazing freaking female come into his work every damn day and just biding his time and he has an opportunity to save her from an elevator when the old fire alarms go off and he literally emerges carrying her and it becomes a viral video, a viral hashtag. And they both decide to capitalize on that and do the fake dating. And then of course, you know, they fall in love. But guess what Zap does? He reads romance novels. Okay. And his favorite author, Beverly Jenkins, he's- he's a fucking dreamboat he was a rugby player family tragedy trying to turn his life around by helping the youth in the community with rugby and he's just i just mm.
2: I, I, I also want to note that he is a synodom i'm going oh, to make this happen for well, a sure. synodom. synodom
3: synodom yes, synodom. A yes. they're making shit thing. up
2: it's not Ooh. a thing Ooh, Literally, we're talking about romance novels they're already fake we're talking a synodom <laughs> He is a cinnamon roll in the streets and a dom in the sheets and everyone should get ready for that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yes.
0: My number three is Calvin Morrissey from bet me by Jennifer Cruz. Um, he is smart and educated and he steps in to fix when she has a problem, but he doesn't overtake it. He meets her where she is at and he accepts that she has some body image hangups. She's a full figured uh, real life person. Body, charactered, and um, he it, it's not even an issue for him. He's just like, I don't care. I like who you are, and I like what you're about. Um, but he accepts that when she is having a problem in a situation that, you know, it's a body image issue. And he doesn't try to be like, oh, you just are beautiful. You should let it go. he gives her his raincoat and says, hey, let's get out of here. Let's go somewhere else. So he reads The Room, and I just, I adore him. Mm. And if you haven't read Bet Me by Jennifer Cruz, it is fantastic. It's a little older of a romance. Um, I think it's like 2002, 2003. But I have it's that very on my well list. done. It's very, mm. very well done. Okay, Leah,
1: number two <clears throat> Cletus Winston from Beard <laughs> Science by Penny Reed. Because I love, I love him me so some Cletus.
2: Much i uh, really gotta finally read this don't i you do
1: girl
3: i have a
2: blanket with cletus on it are you serious <laughs> that's
3: so cool
0: oh my god i don't think Michael we're not talking about that. him we're not <gasps> talking about him moving on uh sadie who <laughs> everybody is your number knows two why. okay leah why is cletus? no i said everybody already knows i, did, I was like, gonna say we did a quick Lindsay shot Lindsay about, about him it. how much we love she, him sh-
2: she should still be allowed to say but whatever it's fine we'll move on uh sadie (laughs) is taking away all our fun we can't talk about cletus we can't talk about synodoms becky is the fun police tonight my number two my number two is i'm gonna talk i'm gonna go softy for this one and i'm gonna say riley from branded fire uh he is one uh an older brother who had to raise his younger siblings. Talk to me, I've talk to me. Um, and he also is like, <laughs> just so dependable. Like he's so dependable and he's just there and he's going to be there every time that she needs them. And he just, he screws up and he knows it and he owns it and he tries to grow from it. And he admits that it's hard for him. And he just so needs love and hugs. And he's so cute. <laughs> just needs hugs and love. Okay, Katie, who's your number
3: two? This is going to surprise exactly zero people, but he's also the one on my list that's probably the most different. That would be Peppermint Daddy, Reese Winterborn, from Marrying Winterborn. Um, dear God. Okay. So he's my, he's my self-made. He is zero chill for his heroin. And he builds her a goddamn garden on the roof of his home because she's an orchid girl. But he fucks up big time in the beginning like in, in not even in their book he messes like, up the book ahead <laughs> yeah the book before their story he puts his foot all the way in his mouth um but actually swallow circle. it <laughs> yeah we come full circle pretty quickly though and he has like i said exactly zero chill and secret dirty talker with the very prim and proper helen who never puts a toe out of line ever. I I just have to put this quote out there. I've, I've almost memorized it. They're visiting her family's like estate. Reese is there. Reese and um, Helen's cousin go for a horseback ride. And Helen asks him how his ride was. And because they had boned in the morning, he goes, which ride are you referring to? (laughs) Secret dirty talker, baby. I love it. And he's a self-made hero. So Everyone knows I love him. Total,
0: total bonus points. Um, mm-hmm. My number two is Trevor Rains from Claim and Protect Men of Haven, book three by Renna Morgan. Um, he was kicked out from his family home at age 15, went into the foster care system and kind of um, lived his life from the bottom up. And now he owns a private, uh, airplane charter plane business with his brothers. And he has a foster father that, um, helped kind of save him from the streets and, and he just hard worker and his heroine is the victim of an abusive ex spouse that is stalking her. And he steps in to help protect her and her son, and then helps take down the, stalker ex-husband um so and she's a waitress but was like the dentist's wife kind of thing like she's trying to do everything she can to keep their heads above water and he steps in and just reads the room and he's just very sexy and spoony um okay number one book boyfriend leah okay
1: i keep adding like in my head like more more like i know i've had to like change my list twice now okay and again this is not in any particular order but i actually just reread this book um but jake weston from rock bottom girl by lucy score i there's just something about him like he was a bad boy but like he is now this not straight laced but like he's a teacher now and it's like this really well-respected member of, like, the community. And he still has that bad boy, like, vibe. But he just... I just adored him. Like, the way he was with (laughs) Marley, the heroine, and how he deals with, like, his kids. And he's the type of teacher... Like, the type of teacher as, like, a high school... Thinking back on high school, he's, like, the type of teacher you wanted to have. Because, like, you know that he is there because he wants to be. You know that he's teaching because he wants to be there. Like, he... I just he's just so he does like swoony moments and like big moments (laughs) for her and it's just fair it's just adorable Uh,
0: sadie who is your number one
2: uh oh god they're tied but okay uh eric from her naughty holiday he does not get the love he deserves this is a man who man (laughs) i love this man he is one an older hair hero he is well into his 30s he is an established human he is a single dad of a very sassy very cool teenager and he decides to fake date his daughter's boss for the holiday but then goes all in and dirty talk extraordinaire also just a sexy man who has really good table sex nice
0: Nice. Okay, Katie, who is your number one? I feel like you, Becky, will at least know who I'm about to say. <laughs> I do. I totally know. If any of our Patreons are listening right now and have been a part of our another round, which Katie and I are hoping to bring back this summer, um,
3: go ahead, I think Katie. I know. Sam. It's, it's it's Ren Bergman.
2: Ren yes, Bergman. I
3: knew it. From Always Only You is ginger hockey player is end game. Listen, he, the pining. Hello. It's the cinnamon roll. Hello. Um, you know, looking out for her in a non-patronizing way. And Frankie would also be a book girlfriend. I love her. Um, but Ren, I just, the minivan, the, The you know, the reading the insults and Shakespearean quotes. Like, I just, I mean, part of me wants to pretend that there's at least one of those on every professional hockey team I don't know if there is it's hard to say but there is even if there isn't
1: there is there (laughs) There is is. (laughs) there is
3: in my mind um I just I I, and also I love Chloe like she's the best and I if anybody is ever looking I have recommended that book so many times yeah romance readers non-romance readers strictly historical readers strictly whatever I'm like I don't fucking care read this <laughs> read this book he is pretty and I dreamy fight you for Ren I will fight I will <laughs> fight.
2: that's fine you don't have to fight me I've got Ryder <laughs> that's fine it's fine. That's fine we can be sister-in-laws it's great I'm good I'm good with that <laughs> I'm gonna be with my sister wife Willa it's gonna be fine <laughs>
1: yeah. now
0: my, Becky, um, Becky what
1: is your number one
0: so Jason Thorne from To Love Jason Thorne by Ella Mace. I
1: knew you were going to say him because we were talking about
0: him, him. Today. I love him. I love him. I love him. First of all, his heroine, she is crazy town. She is young. <laughs> she's immature. She's trying to figure out her life. She's chaotic. Um, she has a wacky relationship with her best friend. And he she just takes hilarious. it. It's so funny. But he takes it all in stride. He's a movie star. They actually were childhood neighbors. It's her brother's best friend, um, and she is sell- trying to sell a romance novel that she wrote as a movie script. And she's in a meeting when she runs into him, and they haven't really talked in like ten years. And it's he has small gestures. You talk about feeding. When she's in the middle of her writing cave, he's feeding her. She is not a morning person, so he tries really hard to be, like, so sweet and kind when he wakes her. It's They decide to get married because they got... I can't, something happened. There was rumors of a sex tape or something, and they decide to f- marriage a convenience, fake relationship kind of situation. And he's just really swoony in the simple things. He totally just has her back, wants to build her up, even though his career is going great. And he could say, oh, honey, just stay home. You don't ever have to write another word. That's not what he does. And he doesn't, you know, being an influential movie star, he totally could have shoved her manuscript in front of every agent and director and had it made into a movie like that. And he doesn't. He lets her do it her way in her space. Um, So that gets total bonus points
3: for me. I also I also need to say I was trying to do like even historical contemporary but my number one um is, is tied. Um tied. I have my contemporary is is Ren but my I just listen to the Bridgerton episode and you know how I feel. Right. It's Benedict. But Be- it Benedict. is
1: Benedict. Benedict is ben- the best I Bridgerton.
3: Ben- I don't I i waxed poetic about that man in that episode so i didn't want to do it again because i knew if i said his name i would not shut the fuck up about it so
1: <laughs> katie's bringing me f-bombs tonight okay.
0: Benedict, it's Benedict. So, i'm sorry before <laughs> we do our outro we have started adding our buzzing about romance conversation cards i've given this a little a history good one tonight. to these in our um in our happy hours live. This will be the first time we're using this on one of our author ep- or one of our Sunday episodes. Author episodes. Author, Who's these are the all author our authors.
2: Here? Um, we are the authors of the book boyfriend. We're the author of our own destinies. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, so tonight's <laughs> conversation card that I pulled. What are the worst names you have heard in reference to a vagina? The lady
1: envelope.
0: Which is spelled again wrong. <laughs> Anyway, so it must be me and my autocorrect. So, the
1: lady lady envelope use vagina enough. Just penis. <laughs> just penis. Penis. I knew that. Like Sadie's like dying. Sadie's um, like cringing in like, her corner. In there. a romance
0: novel, Sadie, what is the worst name you have ever heard in reference to a vagina? <sighs> lady Taco. Honestly,
2: only. <laughs> That Honestly, was pretty good. Worst one that comes to mind isn't for a vagina, but it was uh his quivering man root. Oh. For his dick. I and guess. it was like page three. And Aww. I was like, nope. Close that one. The pink because taco is
1: bad too. Taco I, is broke.
2: No. Why why would that, you do that to I knew it ruins food. tacos for it me. ruins food. <laughs> Katie,
1: do you I have
0: like- <laughs> do you have a worst name for in reference to a vagina?
3: I don't feel like they use too many like gross euphemisms in historical because they're the those the phrasing didn't exist I mean it's it's I mean they have different ways of describing it but not actually saying like straight out like vagina, vagina whatever it's <laughs> <of> it. vagina, <Virginia. laughs> vagina but, but I just there's one that I remember from a show I used to watch in college and he called it a lady cha-cha and that has haunted me for my whole life so i didn't i was like lady oh,
2: cha lady cha-cha i don't know it um, makes it sound like it's a real party down there uh, i mean it could, I have, it could be <laughs> i have read a novel
0: where it was referred to as the lady fly trap so anyway
2: oh my Did it have god. Teeth? god wasn't there a movie wasn't there a horror movie I where it had so. teeth you well, know talking- this there's happened. always little really shop
0: sure. of horror where the audrey 2
2: Eat me, Seymour, eat me. Where her lady um, envelope
0: had teeth. God, There's a horror movie. Okay, time for the outro. <laughs> Thank you for helping us create our book boyfriend list. This was a delightful conversation. We are not getting into any more of that. Um, I mean, you're the one who came up with it. I know, yeah. right? I just selected one at random. Okay, Leah, tell us about Drunk Book Club. Okay, so,
1: <laughs> sorry. Drunk Book Club is June 12th. It is a 100% virtual. We are reading Fix by Molly McAdams. Drunk Book Club is an exclusive event to our Patreon members. If you would like to give it a try before you commit 100%, send us a message and we will let you know how to do that. New Patreon. Oh. No, so, go ahead. Okay. Keep so going. new Patreon members, welcome to the Hive, Cassie and Kelly. We are so excited to have you a part of our shenanigans. And you. welcome. Welcome <laughs> to, to, to the all crazy. of To this. <laughs>
0: um so each week you can find a list of books that are on sale or even free on our website um we know it can be costly to be a reader and we want to make sure we are providing every opportunity to help you find your next read without breaking that book budget so check out our amazon deals and our weekly buzz um, on our website Um, bookcaseandcoffee.com okay what is everyone reading this weekend katie you're up first Mm i am reading the doctor's discretion
3: by ee e. ottoman for an upcoming quick shot with lady sadie and also i'm reading my fake rake by eva lee because it has been on my tbr for too long and the third book in that series has an older heroine and a younger man
0: yeah hey, um katie that would also qualify for a bingo square
3: for a I book know. that's been on
0: your tbr
1: the longest and i and i think our verse age gap might be on there also there it there's definitely there should gap. be there's definitely an age gap <laughs> I don't CD, know if I put
2: what are you currently reading um I am reading
0: oh
3: my god She's, what am I reading she doesn't even know.
2: <laughs> oh guess what guys I'm reading another side changeling I swear I'm <laughs> no reading other books there. but every time I'm recording I swear I'm reading that um but I'm also really excited because Casey McQuiston's one last stop came out today and that is the next one I am picking up Leah, what are you reading?
1: I am reading Reckless Suit by Alexia Chase in prep for a quick shot with Carolina. So I have not read her, so I'm excited because it's a new-to-me author. And it's part of the cocky hero uh, world. others, among others. There's always others. There's always others. What are you reading?
0: Um, The Knocked Up Secret Baby Anthology. It is 10 (laughs) knocked up. It is 10 secret baby
1: romances in one book. I cannot wait for that book.
0: I am super
1: Um, excited about it.
0: Actually, so all the money, all proceeds from that book is going to a, um, it is aligned to a charity. Um, I want to say like March of Dimes that helps premature babies and stuff like that. So I'll I'll
1: look it up so we get the right
0: um, one. Yeah. So, Knocked Up. It is 10 secret baby romances, Sadie. (laughs)
1: 10 reasons for me to go
2: like this (laughs)
0: right (laughs) okay so notable upcoming releases um we've got playmaker a moo you romance by sierra hill on june 7th loved by the hitman by Fiona davenport on june 7th goalkeeper a moo you hockey romance by andy burns june 7th snowballed a moo you hockey romance by melanie ting june 7th Taken by the Hitman, part of the Men of Ruthless Corp by Nicole Rose, June 8th. My Rebound, book two, uh in the On My Own series by Carrie Ann Ryan on June 8th. Um let's see, what else we got? The Change by A. M. Williams on June 8th. The Change 8th. Up.
1: The Change, change up. up. It's a Sorry. baseball book. So if you need to fill
2: your you baseball, change pot. up.
0: Yeah. Uh Falling for the Delta by Susan Stoker and Riley Edwards on June 8th. When your mind, the Gallagher's book two by Layla Hagan friends with Benedict's, a small town romantic comedy by Stacey Hart on June 8th. (laughs) Toying unleashed romance book Four by Kylie Gilmore on June 8th, 2021. Um, and sing to (laughs) me the Baxter boys book two by Mindy McKinley. Um, the Wicked Sucker. Aftermath, The Wicked Dark Knight at Bayside, book two by Melissa, Melissa Foster on June 9th, The Sophomore by Monica Murphy on June 10th, and Until Thor by Nicole Rodriguez on June 11th. Um, Leah, do you have an update on Summer Reading Challenge? I, I guess I do.
1: There's a <laughs> lot of books on June 8th and June 7th. So many books. Okay, so our... F- very first summer reading challenge bingo drawing is June 7th. Um, we will have a a drawing every Monday from June 7th, like starting June 7th until September 1st. And then we will announce our grand prize winner on September 2nd. So Becky and I went through, all of the authors that have donated prizes and like we signed everybody their week and there's some awesome, awesome prizes. I'm very excited. And I keep saying like how jealous I am of everybody's like opportunities because there are some (laughs) good freaking books. this time. So on our social media, we will post
0: the giveaway the Friday before the giveaway. So if you're sitting on, because of the way the rules work with the bingo cards and stuff like that. So if you're sitting on seven bingos, but you aren't necessarily interested in what's happening week one for giveaways, you could hold on to them and not submit them until the next week. Um, Just so that, you know, because not every prize is going to be enticing to everyone. So um, we will the Friday before the drawing feature, what is going to be given away the following Monday. So make sure you're following us on all our social media. There will be updates on our Patreon and in our discord channel. Um and then next up I am so excited for this. I'm in love with him. I am in love with him. Wow. I just <laughs> love him. Okay, what are we doing so next time? We Leah? are
1: talking romantic suspense with author Max Walker. Max Walker writes stories from the heart and for the heart. He's been writing ever since he could remember and is still blown away that readers all around the world are now reading his words. He's published over 15 novels and launched over four series, all of them featuring gay leads. Max currently lives in Atlanta, Georgia, with his partner and their two fur babies, Minnie Minnie the Swamp Monster Cockapoo (laughs) hybrid, and Misu the Calico Kitty Queen. (laughs) Yes. So we are very excited to have Max on the show.
0: He is an out gay man writing male-male romances, and the romantic suspense Mm -hmm. on top of that. And Mm. he's adorable- he and I love him. Level. His TikToks are hilarious. I, um, I'm just in love with him and I'm so excited to get to talk to him and feature him. As we know in the past, I've talked a little bit how frustrated I get with, uh, middle-aged straight women writing male, male romance. Cause just stop it. Um, so I'm excited to give my platform an opportunity for Max to share his love stories. So
1: and but I don't, don't call them love stories.
0: Oh right. They're not love stories. They're romances. <laughs> They're romances. We don't say love stories. What the hell's wrong with me? It's I'm tired. I didn't sleep. Anyway, <laughs> Lady Sadie and Duchess Katie, thank you so much for joining us this uh, for this episode. Always. Thank we you for cannot- having us it's always we a good cannot time. wait you can catch uh lady sadie and duchess katie on corset and crown episodes they will have two in the month of june and two in the month of july so thanks again ladies i'm really sorry i swore so much it's,
3: it's okay. okay we still love you
2: i'm sorry i have no chill
3: not really <laughs> cool.
2: it's cool i mean um, have you met
3: becky and i, I mean,
1: honestly
0: <laughs> anyway thanks everyone happy
1: reading happy reading everybody bye Find us on Instagram at BuzzingAboutRomance or on Twitter at BuzzingRomance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase & Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to
2: Patreon members. Check out BookcaseAndCoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.